0: You can catch Ask Warty live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific—that's 1 p.m. Eastern—or through the podcast and video replays at AskWardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Mold—it rarely happens with kombucha, but if it does, you want to know how to identify it, what to do about it, and how to prevent it in the future. That's the question for today's Ask Wardy. Let me welcome you all. This is my weekly show where I answer your questions about traditional cooking, and today's question comes from Jennifer P. She says, I'm concerned that my kombucha SCOBY might be moldy. How do I know for sure, and what do I do if it is? Also, how can I prevent this in the future? Thanks so much. Well, Jennifer, here's the situation. Kombucha rarely molds. If it does, we're really talking about the SCOBY, the mother culture. I have one here I'll show you in a moment that it would grow mold on it but it rarely happens because this as a culture is pretty hardy and balanced yet mold does happen and I'll share at the end some troubleshooting steps to prevent it and if it does you do want to know what to do and how to prevent it so let me answer your three questions first starting with if your kombucha has mold how do I identify it as such okay so kombucha is this wonderful soda like fermented probiotic beverage it's so delicious and healthy for you and it's made by taking a scoby like this this is the mother culture it's this kind of sea creature like thing Um, and this one's kind of misshapen and thin because i pulled it off the top here Um, it it floats inside with sweet tea and ferments the sweet tea into this beautiful beverage okay and so when you do have mold it will grow on the scoby now keep in mind that the scoby while it's fermenting it's growing as well so it would be this disc that's floating in top and maybe it's an inch thick which is what we recommend and it'll grow new growth on top well a normal scoby will be whitish at the top and the bottom layers will be brownish it would have tendrils it could have flecks from your tea it could have like brown bits um, black specks it could have all kinds of different kind of misshapen from whitish to brownish to black you know tendrils and all kinds of things like that it could have sediment at the bottom That's all within the realm of normal, the colors that I've mentioned, and the texture. The texture is actually the key part because all of it is pretty smooth. Whereas mold, on the other hand, you've seen it. You've seen it in your bread or your cheese when it grows mold, and then you know that mold is fuzzy. So it's fuzzy and raised off the surface, and it's um, greenish or blackish, grayish. So the mold on a SCOBY looks no different than the mold in your bread or your cheese. So if you can identify it there, you can identify it on your SCOBY. Don't mistake the mold on the SCOBY for the normal things I've talked about, like tendrils hanging down, like brown or black specks that are really smooth and not raised up. The key thing here is fuzzy. So if it's fuzzy and greenish, blackish, grayish, then you have mold. If it's smooth and within all those things that I talked about, it's fine. That's how you identify mold on your SCOBY. So Jennifer P., you could probably go back to your SCOBY right now, and you could say, most likely you're going to say, oh, that's not mold. (laughs) But if it is, if it is mold, and you say, yeah, I definitely have mold, here's what to do. Unfortunately, you should toss it and the whole batch because it's not redeemable. You should start all over. So you should make make a new batch of your sweet tea. You should get a brand-new SCOBY. We do recommend SCOBYs from GetKombucha.com, and this is their... Uh, continuous brewer we have as well there's also dried scobies from cultures for health you'll find links to all of that in the notes for this episode at askwarty.tv just look for episode 103 so you just need to start over the most important part of your question jennifer is what do you do in the future to ensure that you don't have mold and what you do is really all the things you would do to ensure good and healthy and successful kombucha brewing and i'll go through those now before I do though, let me invite all of you, if you haven't already, to download my free Ultimate Kombucha Guide ebook, and you can get it at tradcookschool.com kguide. K-G-U-I-D-E is all one word, and it's an ebook that I just put together for you with everything we have about kombucha. So my kombucha recipe, Troubleshooting steps, SCOBY care, how to store SCOBYs, split SCOBYs, uh, what to do with extra SCOBYs, just everything about kombucha. Can you ferment with honey? It's all available in the free guide, so please do grab that um, if you love kombucha as much as we do. So now let's talk about how to prevent your SCOBY, your kombucha developing mold. This is really just following all the safe fermentation practices that you do when you make good kombucha. So first, use very clean containers and utensils. This doesn't mean they're sterilized, it just means they're very clean. Ferment in a mold-free environment. So mold is an issue in houses. Um, so you just wanna have a, a clean environment because these ferments can capture stuff that's floating in the air. You wanna ferment between 68 and 78 degrees Fahrenheit. That's really the sweet spot for kombucha. Too cold means it kind of stalls and doesn't ferment well, so it can spoil or mold. Um, And too hot means it can just kind of rot and deteriorate because of the excess heat. So you want to just keep it between 68 and 78 degrees Fahrenheit. Keep your kombucha brewing spaced away from other ferments. This is the issue for all ferments. We recommend five feet away. I have a whole episode of Ask Wardy where I talk about this issue, so you can follow the link with this video to check that out for more information. You want to use the correct proportions of ingredients. Follow my recipe, which is tried and true, or somebody else's recipe that's tried and true, and with this episode, you'll find a link to my recipe. The right ingredients in the right proportion ensure that the SCOBY has just the right amount of sugar, not too much, not too little, so it just ferments the way it's supposed to instead of stalls or goes too fast. Don't let your SCOBY go dry. So many of you might be taking breaks from brewing your kombucha. So what do you do with the SCOBY in the meantime? You want to store it under the cover of finished kombucha, replenish with sweet tea, not terribly frequently, but as needed. I have a whole article for you on how to create a SCOBY hotel, which SCOBY hotel is where your SCOBYs go to take a break (laughs) and it keeps them wet and alive during the time that you're not using them it ensures that they don't go dry. Follow the link with this episode to the instructions on a SCOBY hotel and that will ensure that your SCOBY is kept well when you're not using it. And finally, you always want to make sure that your new batch contains 10% finished kombucha. This is a two and a half gallon brewing container, and when when the kombucha is done, we decant it into bottles, and you can get information on that in the Ultimate Kombucha Guide. But we don't take off all the finished kombucha. We leave 10% of it behind as a starter for the next batch. It's the same idea when you're using a sourdough starter. have your sourdough starter and you put a bunch in a recipe but you never use it all up right you leave some behind that you feed and keep going you need to do the same with kombucha 10 percent left behind and then you begin your new batch that ensures a safe successful and mold free ferment jennifer i think you should be off to the races now you should know just immediately looking at your SCOBY, whether it's moldy or not, and what to do about it. So I hope that was helpful. Let me wrap up by inviting you all to download my free Ultimate Kombucha Guide. It's at tradcookschool.com kguide, all one word. It's a free ebook that I've put my recipe, how to care for SCOBYs, troubleshooting steps, how to do second ferments, and all kinds of topics related to making kombucha. So please do grab it if you are a kombucha lover or a fermenter like we are. Again, that's at tradcookschool.com kguide. Let's see. You can submit questions for Ask Wardy at askwardy.tv. There's instructions in any episode. I'd love to add your questions to the queue. I answer them every Wednesday, same time, same place. You can catch it live at 1 p.m. on my Facebook page. Of course, you can go to askwardy.tv anytime to catch up with current or future or past episodes, <laughs> not future, I'm not that good. <laughs> Merry Christmas, thank you all so much. It's been a great year of Ask Wordy, and as we enter this time of celebrating Jesus' birth, I just pray that you and your families have a wonderful time reconnecting and celebrating the biggest gift of this season, which is that Jesus is our Savior. So Merry Christmas to all of you. I dearly love and appreciate each one of you. God bless you, bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions so please keep them coming if you're on twitter tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag askwardy or send an email to wardy at askwardy.tv to get the show notes links mentioned video replay or even to catch up on past episodes of askwardy go to askwardy.tv to join the fun of the live video recording be sure to follow me with the handle at Trad Cook School on the Periscope app, or go to periscope.tv/tradcookschool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific—that's 1 p.m. Eastern—and finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the podcast app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com/awitunes right in your browser.